Hello and welcome to 2020. This is a youth-based podcast in which we will talk about varying topics. So today I'll be talking about youth and education. Specifically, this will be before the coronavirus pandemic. Hope you all enjoy. So generally, youth. So as youth, people perceive youth as sort of a generation which is quite rowdy, violent. But that's only not all youth. Some youth are quite polite, nice, smart. You know, they have big aspirations for themselves when they want to become older. They're very driven by work. And they want to get out there and make sort of a proper name for themselves. And now, there's many stereotypes surrounding youth. Like I said, violent, rowdy. You know, there's another stereotype where um, some, like, youth, like, do drugs a lot, smoke, go out late at night doing who knows what. A lot of it isn't true, though. Again, the stereotypes, there's a general stigma placed upon people of a certain calibre. And with youth, youth are very misunderstood. They're in sort of a time where they're trying to develop themselves, think for themselves. And people generally, at this time, they are very impressionable as well. And people generally weigh them down with different expectations. Now, this can have an effect on them, which could leave them sort of very self-deprecating or could make them sort of become what Bobby generally thinks of them. Now what I mean by this is say you have someone who is in, I don't know, but year 7, about 12, 13, they've just sort of started sort of learning about everything in life and say, you know, you have a lot of people telling them they need to do this, they need to do that. They'll try to sort of go against it at first, because that's just general nature. They'll want to sort of rebel against what people tell them to do and everything. But then eventually, if this carries on, that person will fit to the general communal mold and will lose um, some of his personality to that. Now, this is unfortunate because, you know, that's someone's unique sort of talent gone. Like, whoever they've had, which when I'm against them, is gone now because of society. However, this is not the case with all people. A lot of people do sort of tend to stand up for themselves and ignore most stereotypes. For example, Malala Yousafzai, of course, sort of in her youth, she went against what was considered the norm, and she became quite successful. She was able. She has a good education now. She's learning a lot, etc., etc. And of course, sort of another general stereotype with the youth is that all of us aren't focused properly. However, if so, generally, I see a lot of people are quite focused. However, it may not be what the community wants them to be focused on, but they're still really focused. Which isn't a bad thing, it shows they are driven by determination, they can work hard, they can do whatever they want. Uh, I encourage this type of thing as it lets people sort of develop, express themselves, you know, um, make themselves better as a person in general. Yeah. And one of the big sort of areas within youth is our education as youth, because so this is most time this is the time where we'll learn most of our things in life. And so generally, so as youth in education, I see a lot of people don't tend to take it as serious as we probably should. So it's really weird because obviously you'd want to do well in life, which means you have to have a good education. But then you see people who aren't really focused on it. 
But the reason to why they may not be focused on it may not generally because not they want they don't want to be focused. The reason to why they may not be focused isn't isn't necessarily that they're messing around. They could have other stuff going on in their lives. They could have experienced something traumatic recently, or they could have just hit a block in the road. So they could have hit a block in their path so along the way. And so instead of looking down upon people, I think we should offer them help and support where needed. So, for example, say someone has anxiety and their grades are slowly dropping in school because of it, because they can't focus properly. I know a lot of people would tend to so try to dismiss uh, their mental health and say, you can do better, come on, you should be going for this. Whereas, instead of doing that, if you were to offer out and help, help them, support them, their mental health will get better and surely their grades will get better because they'll be more focused on that rather than sort of having anxiety attacks sort of quite often, as often as they may. <clears throat> now again with education, not everyone takes it seriously like I said, but the people who do take it seriously, they're the most successful ones. I've seen this on many occasions because those who work the hardest are the most driven, the most determined to make a change. And it's quite amazing what they can do, what youth can do really, as a whole, if so they were to just look down and just get their work done. Because I know for a fact some people are able to do it, they don't want, they just don't want to because it doesn't appeal to them or they don't find it interesting. A good example for what, like, a good example for what I mean is through tests. Now obviously standardised tests are used everywhere in the world. But they're not really a good example of what people are capable of. Say someone is a specialist in a specific area, so our biologists may um, be specified within working with cells. They'll be able to nail sort of identifying cells, uh, describing what the cell structure is. But if they're to go to another part of biology, they may not do as well because they've been specialized in one area. And that tends to be um, quite a few jobs, but obviously they also generalize. So, um, tests, in my opinion, aren't exactly the best way to measure someone's capability or intelligence. There isn't really a proper way to measure that. But I guess for now, that's all that. So, that's the only way that we have right now to measure someone's intelligence. But it's quite unfair sometimes. The general sort of test the testing grades the I believe the boundaries are too high boundaries are too high for tests you expect to get about 90% to get an A star 8% for an A and then most of the questions tend to be extremely hard they have little context to, to them so become even harder for a student they overlap with different topics as well which confuses student even more because then they become confused on what they need to do for that topic. And then another sort of way someone can judge someone's intelligence in education is through their essay writing skills, which I personally believe would be a bit would be better in terms of their knowledge, as this isn't something which is just standard sort of grades. This requires people to think for themselves and allows them to express themselves. Now within youth I believe this is one of the best ways to test someone's sort of thought process as they wouldn't be able to copy someone otherwise it would become plagiarism and they'd have to think for themselves 
and give their own answer on how they think something's portrayed. For example, if you were to get a bunch, um, a class of 30 people around teenagers and you were to tell them that uh, you wanted them to write an essay on something they're really passionate about, they'll have a hard time thinking of a topic. But once they've got the topic, they'll be, to, they'll be able to elaborate on it for a very long time, especially if they're very passionate about it. Now, what this shows is that students are more than capable of um, everything. And what can happen is that youth will be able to sort of rise beyond the expectations set by people as long as those expectations aren't constantly pushed on someone. So, so to round off everything that I've sort of said, if you did get so sort of confused halfway between, basically within the youth sort of community in itself, there's a lot of negative stigma surrounding it. However, there's also a lot of positive stigma. In my opinion, so further improve youth we should focus on more of the positive stigma and getting rid of all the negative stigma because the negative stigma really affects the youth mental health and the way they perceive the world and all the people within the world and then as for the education side youth are more than capable of everything to do with education however what they what tends to happen is that the amount of work they get the ways some of the teachers treat them it tends to off put them off of doing work Therefore, I believe so students so should be monitored while doing work, but not to an extent where um, they feel like they're being constantly watched to make sure that they're doing work. They should have some of their own freedom so they understand how much work they need to do, what needs to be done, etc, etc. Right, and that's all I'll be talking about for this episode for 2020. For the next episode, we'll be talking about youth and education so during the coronavirus pandemic. Be sure to check it out.